We had that terrible situation where we had no irrigation water for five weeks, and they and our pastures died. They are like brown, ugly, dead. So again, all those things not working out quite the way you thought. God, what? Why? You know, why did these things happen? A pasture is just a pasture. It's mm-hmm. not it's not earth shattering, but it's sort of representative of other things in our lives, and that's what people were commenting on and reminding us through their testimonies that God does not waste anything. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a while to see that, but He does not waste anything. Welcome to A Home That Heals. We are a mother-daughter team, Dee and Bree, and we're all about homegrown free therapy for families looking for great solutions to the challenges that, honestly, so many of us are facing these days. And some free advice for you today. Put first things first. Have you ever heard that before? Well, we have, and we're still grappling with it. Join us for more on that today on A Home That Heals. Well, boy, on the way over here, we just kind of got down in the dumps in our own griping and complaining. <laughs> and I started singing to you a song that we used to sing in my church youth group in school. Should I sing a little line from that for Oh, you? yes. Everybody loves when you <laughs> sing, Mom. Down in the dumps will never go. That's where the devil keeps you low. (laughs) And I remember us singing that and one day thinking, this is such a silly song. You know, I think we started singing it in sixth grade and by eighth grade, I thought this is a silly song. But we were kind of there today. We were. We were there. And it, over the littlest thing, we have a hay problem out of Barry Flip Bluff. We've got yeah. a big old stack of hay that's coming in a couple of days and we got nowhere to put it. Absolutely nowhere to put it. And, you know, that's a problem because your alpacas, they need really pristine hay. They're, you know, they're pretty easy keepers, but they are a little particular when it comes to their hay. You can't let it get moldy. And anyway, we just didn't really plan ahead the way we should have. We're going to should on hey, ourselves a little bit hey here. Hey, Brie, buy alpacas. It'll be fun. <laughs> hey, Brie, it's, they're really easy. They Don't poop worry. in one place. They poop in one place. <laughs> but oh, by the way, we got to buy a year's worth of the second cutting of one specific type of hay. It's in very short supply <laughs> this year very... and rather expensive. Yeah. Oh, it's love you, always Mom. something. It's always something. But I mean, this is so funny because we've, we've been talking about this a lot in the last couple of weeks, just because we keep mentioning this, you know, we got to go, we got to go to God first, you know, with, with all these challenges we face with our kids and diagnoses, you know, when you get the diagnoses, so you're trying to figure out solutions, go to God first, but what does that really mean? And how Mm -hmm. do you practically do that every day? Did we do that this morning? No. So we're going to talk about it now (laughs) to remind ourselves what we need to do. This is something we are struggling with and grappling with. But when we do it right, oh, what a change. Mm, it is it is true. And so we got to tell us a few stories today about how that has played out. And, you know, one of the things, I used to be a worship leader a long time ago. And when I would lead worship, I always felt like the Lord put on my heart to remind people to remember Remember God's goodness in the past. Remember how he provided in the past. As you worship, remember and praise him for those things to help you face the things that may come tomorrow. And that's sort of what I think we're doing with this um, whole thought process is remembering so that we can then remember to go to him first. Because we got to be reminded quite a bit. We do. We're, we're uh, We're a little slow. Um, maybe I don't know. Are you are you slow? 
are we the only ones? I'm going to look over here at Grady, which, by the way, what would we do without KTSY? I don't know. And our dear friend Grady, we're going to embarrass him a little bit, but Grady because is... Because we're so thankful for yeah, him. Yeah, he is the great... Grady, do you ever do that? Yeah, he's nodding yes. Okay, yes. I feel okay. better already. Oh, we feel... We're, we're in good company. Okay. <laughs> well, we first need to go to the Bible, right? Mm -hmm, I mean, we first mm -hmm. need to go to the Bible. Today, we're going to talk about prayer, about going to God first. What does that look like? And and we frankly are stealing this a little bit from the sermon that we listened to this weekend, because do you have those moments where you're sitting in church and you're just like, wow, God, you are awesome. You yeah. brought the verse that we needed to hear to wrap this up in a beautiful bow of your goodness and your truth and your wisdom. So it's out of First Timothy 2, and it says, First of all, then, I urge the petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good, and it pleases God our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. So if you are listening for the first time and hanging out with us for the first time, you, you got to know we we love our Bible. We mm -hmm. love going there and, and seeking God's wisdom, seeking his knowledge, and we have seen the fruit of his goodness. And that's what we want to encourage you with today, is just that he is he is the one that can bring true healing to your mind, to your soul, and to your families. And we have to go to him. We have to we we have to understand what that verse means. We have to break that down. We have to understand who our God is, right? Right. So we can put this into practice in a practical way. And knowing who he is, we were challenged by our pastor this last week to do that, to really remember that we are talking to the God of the universe. Now, I know that's, we've heard all heard that before, but how big a problem is hey to a God that created the universe? You know, mm -hmm. those kinds of things are the, where we get our perspective. And that's what we're always looking for when we talk about a home that heals, isn't it? Is mm -hmm. getting God's perspective on the things that we're facing. Mm -hmm. And well, then his practical advice too. His, his <laughs> infinite, awesome advice yeah, yeah. that is far better than anything I can conjure up. But there are, there's, today we're going to talk about three practical ways that we can go to the Lord. And I think the first is in understanding who we're praying to. You know, if, if we're going to pray to God, we do, we need to understand who he is and we need to be in his word. That is good. That is, that helps us understand our prayers because here's, here's a struggle mom that I've had. I don't know if I've shared this with you before, but I really struggle in asking big things of God. I, I struggle with going to him for the big things. You know, it's kind of easy to ask, you know, Lord, please bless this food to the nourishment of our bodies. Please, yeah. please, you know, give me, give me a little patience. You know, I, I trust him in those things, but I also know that a lot of times our, our prayers go unanswered. And what do we do with that? What do we, mm -hmm. when, if I ask the big things and I don't get an answer or it doesn't come to fruition, how do I deal with that disappointment? How do I, how do I deal with that? Well, I think you have dealt with it. I mean, you know, we, we all have, we've prayed things and the answer was not what we thought maybe it would be. And that can, that can be disappointing and can be really hard, especially when you're praying for good things, mm -hmm. like good things for your kids, you know, healing for your kids or 
we sort of live in an instant society. I, I remember back to when I would um, had the privilege of traveling with World Vision in third world countries and realizing the difference between how they think and we think because we live in an instantaneous society where we can throw our food in the microwave and have it in a few seconds and we can run here and there and, you know, get what we need. Well, we used to be able to do that, <laughs> you know, get what we need. And and we kind of expect God to hop too mm. sometimes. And so, yes, I think there's a perspective that we're looking for that we can only get from his word. Mm. And I am so guilty of feeling like I'm busy, getting crowded by busyness, and not taking that time first thing in the morning to just spend with him and ask him for his perspective on my problems, to give him from his word, his truth for whatever challenges might come my way. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, everything is different. Mm -hmm. I know for myself, too, just being more in his word helps me trust his sovereignty, trust his goodness, trust that, you know what, my God can do this. My God can heal. My God can restore. My God can do all of these things. But if he doesn't, in my timing, <laughs> or if he doesn't, or he does it in a different way than I was envisioning mm -hmm. would be just perfect, then it is good. It's not my idea that was good. It is God alone that is good. And you see that just over and over again in the Bible. But also we see that in each other's testimonies. Again, I just love how you guys have reached out and you've shared your stories of how God has been good, especially just recently when we were sharing our disappointment with our dead pastor and the messages that we got of how God has been faithful in other people's lives. That encourages, mm -hmm. that gives us, it just like bolsters up our faith and it, it, we love those stories and we love sharing them with one another. Just in case somebody didn't see that, we were on Facebook Live sitting in the middle of our dead pasture. And just to give you a real quick recap, we planted the pastures, what, last fall? And uh, we planted them last fall, and they were, they were really, you know, coming in so pretty. It was just beautiful this spring. It was awesome. And then we had that terrible situation where we had no irrigation water for five weeks, and, they, and our pastures died. They are like brown, ugly dead. And this was, a, I mean, this is another reason why the hay is such an issue because we thought we'd have the pasture to turn them out on and it's not working out quite the way we thought. So again, all those things not working out quite the way you thought, God, what, why, you know, why did these things happen? A pasture is just a pasture. It's mm. not, it's not earth shattering, but it's sort of representative of other things in our lives. And that's what people were commenting on and reminding us through their testimonies that God does not waste anything. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it takes a while to see that, but he does not waste anything. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to ask the big asks. Don't be afraid mm -hmm. to go to him. Go to him, you know, with that struggle that you're having with your kiddos, with your marriage, with your job. Ask for the big asks and, and know that your God can do that. God, the, the God of this Bible is awesome and wonderful and powerful. But also for me, I just had to learn I've got to also be in the word to trust and and understand who he is and understand that even if even if he doesn't, even if it doesn't happen the way that I see fit. Yeah, <laughs> he is good. And, and he is good all the time. 
And one of the things that you'll learn, and I, I've learned over the years from reading his word, is that because sometimes the answers don't seem to make sense but to us at the time, but that God is, is working. He is doing something. You ask him into your situation and he does go to work and he's always working for his glory mm-hmm. so that you will be able to reflect more of him in your life and share more of him with the people around you. And so that's a big piece of it too. Mm-hmm. So the second one I want to talk about, it, it kind of goes along in this, in this verse when it talks about, I urge that petitions, prayers, and intercessions and Thanksgiving be made for everyone. The intercessions, you know, that is, our pastor also kind of touched on this and just, it really drove home to me because praying with people is always something that I find difficult. Like praying (laughs) out loud. Praying out loud. I'd rather, you know, get in my closet, (laughs) you know, quietly pray and, uh, or, you know, with the kids we pray, but it's, it's always been pretty simple prayers, A, for them to understand, you know, and be Mm -hmm. able to to stick with, but some of those challenges that we have faced recently have caused me to see an immense value in praying out loud with my children in the midst of their struggle and in the midst of their pain and sorrow and heartache. Mm -hmm. And what I have seen God do in those moments has been miraculous. Can you describe it? So, you know, I, I think when, for me, it started out really, really simply just praying out loud during a meltdown, during uh, a difficult time where you could just see that fear was just completely, you know, enshrouding them and praying very simply just that, that, that fear would be broken down, that, that pain, that sorrow, that hurt, that disappointment Anger, you know, I'm just trying to name any emotion that I'm seeing come out of them, which can be, you know, quite a few, quite a few emotions. When, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. If you have a three-year-old, you can yes. have all kinds, you know, it can be happy and sad and mad and, and glad all in one. And so just trying to name what they're, what they might be feeling, what it looks like they're feeling and praying that God would just wash over them with peace. And what's kind of neat is one of my kiddos, it, it, the meltdown happens. You can just see he's flipped his lid. He is not thinking, he is not rational (laughs) at all. And, and he'll always come around. But what was really amazing is, as I started to pray out loud, he I think started making that connection that he was coming around because God was filling him with his peace. Mm. God was filling him with his, his hope and his trust. And also it was really helping him name those emotions that he was feeling, you know, that's, that's important. It is. It's, you know, it's hard for kids sometimes to realize a a lot of times it comes out as anger. You Mm -hmm. know, it's really easy to think, Oh, that kid is angry or that kid is mad. It usually isn't that. It's usually disappointment, scared, sad, and it's just coming out as anger. Mm -hmm. And so in trying to pray about, you know, I I realize, you know, this little guy, he's really, really disappointed that he didn't get to go to the game today because he's sick and he doesn't understand that. And so, Lord, just help him to understand, help him to, to grasp that his body needs healing, his body needs to rest and to be able to just feel at peace about that and be excited and know that he's going to get to go to the game next week. And 
And as he would round that corner and be able to just breathe a little bit more, he would just be filled with this peace. And I hope and pray that he's making that connection that peace doesn't just come from getting over it. You know, Mm. we don't just Mm -hmm. get over things and we don't just get used to them. Peace comes from God. Real peace. Real peace Mm -hmm. comes from God. And that's what I want my kids to recognize. Boy, that's interesting. And, you know, you talk about that and then also... For, for example, happiness, you know, kids learning the difference between happiness and joy, you know, that the, the kind of peace God gives is not as the world gives. The kind of happiness he gives is not, it's joy. Mm-hmm. And so when you start naming those things and helping them see those connections, that's a, that's a wonderful thing to do when they're really young. I mean, you're talking uh, about our seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. And so this has been going on for a couple of years hasn't it? I mean, pretty, you've been praying out loud over him, mm-hmm. um, at least for the last year. I know you've, um, shared when you were, we've talked about it, you know, that that seems to be helping and, mm-hmm. um, wow, that's, yeah. that's a great, that's a very practical thing to think about is that you are giving them words for the emotions that they're feeling and helping them connect then how God's at work through that praying out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it goes back to that, um, first Timothy, Two, mm-hmm. when God, you know, clearly explains that with through these prayers, you'll lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. You know, doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect. Doesn't mean your life circumstances are all of a sudden going to be rosy. But it's that inner peace that He's going to give you. It's that tranquility that He's going to give you. It's it's something that's inside of you that, that your circumstances can't dictate. They can't mm-hmm. change because you have God's peace. <laughs> You've yeah. got it indwelling inside of you. And that has been really awesome to see the kids start to start to grasp, grab a hold of. Now I will, I will say, I will see there's an embarrassing component to this and you, you may have heard their prayers at dinner time. Oh, I have. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's really great is if you come <laughs> on over to my house sometime for dinner, We'll sit down around the table and and if if one of my kids is bold enough to be able to, you know, pray, sometimes they don't like to when, when company is over, but sometimes they will. And what is awesome is pretty much regularly in their prayers, you're going to hear, and dear Lord, please help us stop screaming. <laughs> yeah. Dear Lord, please, please help us to stop hitting each other. <laughs> yeah. And those are pretty serious prayers. <laughs> <laughs> pretty serious prayers. So I always wonder what people think, you know, when they hear our children say that, like, oh, wow, they must pray that a lot. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. But then, then when you see those things answered, you know, when they, because when they're praying that and then the next day as things happen, oh, remember we prayed about this. Do you do that? I mean, do you say that or how do you sort of bring that all back around? Well, I have to be completely transparent and saying that I, I'm feeling pretty convicted about what I've done with that. And Mm, this last weekend when we were reading about, you know, Thanksgiving, giving God thanks, giving him glory for what he's done in your life. Frankly, oftentimes, especially when you're talking about kids, we attribute the miracle, the transformation as maturity or just getting over a phase. They've just, you know, oh, he finally outgrew that phase. You know what? No. God mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. God transformed my child's heart. And to look over the last couple of years, 
Y'all, I, God has done big things in my kids' life. Yeah. He has transformed them. He has completely, completely made their life new. And I can't attribute that to their maturity or them just growing out of a phase or them just growing up or my good parenting. Definitely not my good parenting. <laughs> that that glory only belongs to God. And I have not always given it to him. Mm. Yeah. Well, you, you are right now. I mean, that's becoming aware of it is part of it. And doesn't that kind of come back to remembering? Mm. Sometimes it's hard to remember frankly, how hard it was mm-hmm. a couple years ago or how difficult something was because those changes happen a bit over time usually. Yeah, little by little. Little mm-hmm. by little. And then one day you wake up and you were mm-hmm. we were chuckling. I, I love uh, our oldest who, he wakes, wakes up with a smile on his face and he that does. to me is just I a don't. wonderful <laughs> thing. I know, <laughs> me either. But he came popping down to my house this morning and, hey, Grandma, what you doing? And I was in getting ready. You know, thankfully I had just gotten dressed. I said, "Hey, I just got dressed. Come on in." <laughs> and so he came in, and he was just in such a good mood. And I had to stop and remember this. This is really amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, his attitude, his joy, mm-hmm. uh, just his approach. Really, yeah, his approach to life has been transformed. It has. It has. Just a little backstory on him. He he really st- has struggled with anxiety mm-hmm. and just fear. I mean, yeah. it, and it it affected everything. You know, even if there wasn't something to be afraid of, I think because he was just constantly anxious and fearful, it kind of made him on edge and angry about things and and just it was it was sad to see because he, this kiddo was the most joyful baby in the yeah. world. Oh, I mean, yeah. he always had a smile on his face, always giggling, always happy. And it was so sad to see this in him. And, and frankly, I did. I went down the road of just trying all these different therapies and different things to help him. And it really is when I, I, I stopped it all. I stopped it all. And we have just prayed for him, he has prayed for himself. We have really made a focus on him understanding his identity in Christ and who he is as a child of God. And God has completely transformed him. And doesn't mean he doesn't still struggle. Doesn't mean he doesn't still have, you know, things that are difficult for him to overcome in terms of feeling anxious or feeling fearful. But it is so fun to see him be that kiddo that just yeah. has a big smile on his face and is full of God's joy. And I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, he it is. Was, he he, he just so... brightened my whole day. I just loved it. I loved, I loved getting ready while he was standing there telling me all about what he was going to do today. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. So one of the things that you, you know, you've blessed me with as a grandma is that I get to live so close and I get to sort of see these things day by day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, 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 I know how to, oftentimes I know how to pray specifically for them. And years ago, I remember a godly, godly woman that I loved, Betty, and she really impressed on my heart how praying specifically 
for your loved ones is important. Praying mm-hmm. scripture over your loved ones is important. And how, when we do that, and then again, it just gives us more of a window into how God is working when mm-hmm. you see those specific things. And so, like you've said, you know, praying specifically for him that he can have that joy, that he can see that in these specific situations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has been fun. And I would encourage grandparents, if you're out there, you know, something that you might try. And, and I, I, I humbly realize that I am very blessed that I live right next door to my grandkids. And a lot of you live, you know, miles and miles away. But I'm I'm going to ask you, Bree, wouldn't you think that a mom would love it if the grandma calls and says, you know, hey, you know, I, I just watched War Room because <laughs> I just watched it again the other day. Oh, did you? I have to say... I love that movie. Mm. I love, I want to have a prayer closet like yeah, that. You know, I yeah. want to have it taped up on the wall and everything. And I still haven't done that, but I have my little notebook. But I, I think if you said, how can I be praying really specifically for Susie, you know, wow. Timmy, yeah. oh. and then sharing in that joy as those things, um, as God goes to work and is working on those things in your kiddos' lives. Mm. I, I think that'd be awesome. I think most parents, I, I I could be speaking out of turn here, but, you know, we share, oh, oh, Johnny's doing good. You know, he's doing great. His report or, card was pretty good this time. And, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, he's really struggling with, you know, eating enough vegetables. <laughs> the, but there's always something deeper, mm-hmm. you know, there's mm-hmm. always something a parent is concerned about in terms of their kiddo. Um, in their spiritual life or what, what they, you know, maybe something they have going on at school. We've talked about bullying, you know, it might have to do some with something like that or just something they're not grasping, struggling with. And so to be asked specifically that, you know, and, and really honestly want to pray for that child, man, we could all use Mm -hmm. a whole Mm -hmm. war room of, individuals yeah. who are praying for our kids yeah. these days. So any days. So I, wow, that would be awesome. I think that would be, I think any parent would welcome that. And you know, I'm going to give you a little tip I learned as a reporter. So, so you, you can call and ask that, you know, you can kind of ask, hey, I really, I really would like to be praying more specifically, blah, 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 blah. And somebody might come up with something, mm-hmm. you know, but if you're, if you haven't had those conversations much in the past, there's a, almost a magic phrase that you can use mm. that, I think helps draw out more mm. so that you can really be in it with them. And that is, oh, tell me more about that. Mm. Can you tell me us a little bit more about that? You know, yeah. something like that. It seems like a simple phrase, but then I think it opens up the door then for a little deeper sharing. At least it usually did in interviews that I would do if I, oh, if I asked the question. And then I said, oh, well, tell me just a little bit more about that. I'd get the good stuff. Yeah. The stuff you'd see on TV. <laughs> that's Usually what you after <laughs> I asked that second little piece of the question. Oh, that's good. Well, and that also, I, I would think if you ask me that, if you, if you say, tell me more about that, that also instills a sense that you really do want to know. You're yeah. not just, you're yeah. not just wanting the fluff. You're not just wanting the surface. You really do want to know. Right. So then somebody goes deeper. I think that's. I think that's great. So a phrase Grandpa Sarton used to always say that I loved, your dad, was, uh, you know, I'm I'm casting this out. I'm casting out, you know, my my knowledge, my wisdom or or my ideas or my advice. And you just take it with a grain of salt. You take what you want and you you sprinkle it on your dish and then you throw everything else out. And 
so I, I, I would encourage you, you know, this is what we're doing. The, the, we're, I, I pick a, a Bible chapter uh, or a Bible chapter. I pick a chapter in the Bible and I just start reading through it so that I can understand who my God is more. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I always, I used to struggle with reading and that was usually because like I'd, I'd listen to something like this and say, Oh, okay. I want to pray more. So let me see. Okay. Here's a verse about prayer. Oh, oh. And over here is another verse about prayer. So let me read all those. <laughs> but I, I think it's so much richer when I just, I pick a chapter and I, a book, a book a, yeah, a, a, and then a go book chapter and I start chapter. reading through it. And then I ask the big things now. I do. Mm-hmm. And he is faithful and he is good. And no, it hasn't always, he hasn't always answered, but again, at least I'm, that you know of that I know of, or I <laughs> yeah. know, yeah, he, he might answer another way or another time. And then, and then I pray, praying with the kids has just been awesome. And asking my community of friends, family to really specifically pray with us and for us. Those have been life changing. And that has been when we when we say on here and you're going to continue to hear us say, go to God first, go to God first. It's really kind of that step by step process. Yeah. Can I can I wrap this up with one Mm -hmm. thing? And I'll just ask if you don't if you mind being transparent about this. But I know as a mom, when you would have a meltdown because you had a few of those. And I think you're a little bit like me and that those really triggered me, Mm -hmm. triggered a part of me that I did not like. Mm. Mm. And when you pray over your children as they're in those moments, what does that do for you? Like, how does it help you handle that? That's good. I, well, I always would pray when they would be having those meltdowns internally but it's funny how, yeah, there there would be this sense of frustration or irritation that creeps up, um, anger, you know, whatever it might be. And it was harder to suppress that. I will that is something praying out loud keeps my focus on not going to that place of anger, frustration, irritation, annoyance, whatever, you know, I mean, it, it really depended on the circumstance. It, it, it crept up more, more frequently and quicker when we were in public <laughs> than when we were at home. It's like, okay, whatever, scream as loud as you want. But when you're all eyes are on you in public, that, whoo, that really creeps up. So yeah, praying out loud really helped with that hmm. area. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, 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 I just thought of that as you were talking and I wanted to catch it before we wrapped this up. Mm. So anyway, first things first, your mama told you that years ago, my grandma, my mom did. And so it's always true. Go to God first. Well, thank you so much for joining us on a home that heals. We hope you were encouraged. We hope that you were filled with a sense of joy and excitement to, to get in the word and to pray for your kids and be bold. And if you have any stories about what God has done in your life through your prayer life or through your kids' lives or your marriage, we would love to hear about it. So please, please send us a DM on Instagram or Facebook. You can go to a home that heals and just send us, shoot us a quick message. Let us know if you're willing to let us share it with our community too. We will, we love that. We want to share your stories. We want to encourage one another. You also can us to subscribe to the podcast and just keep listening and give us your feedback. We want to hear what you have to say. We appreciate so much being on this journey. We are so thankful to KTSY that they've given us this opportunity 
to have this community of friends and family. And so we want to hear from you. Thank you again for joining us on A Home That Heals. We hope you have a blessed day. A Home That Heals is produced in partnership with 89.5 KTSY. To find out more about them, go to ktsy.org.